Leslie! Jeff! How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. It's a beautiful Monday out here in uh, New York City. It's so good. I'm so excited. Um, Are you excited for today? I'm so excited. You know what we're doing today? What are we doing? It is our very first interview. (laughs) That's right. We're legit. So... Are are you super pumped? Because now I'm I'm saying this as though I know this person, but you actually do know this person. Like, I know. Yeah. So so your 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 friend Chad Wolf is coming on. He's singer, songwriter, artist extraordinaire, formerly of Carolina Liar, and now currently of the Federal Empire. We oh are God. extremely excited to have him on with us today, and um, it's going to be a blast. I'm hoping to get like some new stories. Maybe see this is probably what our listeners don't all know is that Leslie spent time with Chad in um, this study called Stockholm, Sweden. <laughs> little, um, little small place. Little, little small little place, basically where all of the good music comes from. Uh-huh. Stockholm, Sweden, or it. like maybe it's one step removed from Stockholm, but it it was there. Yep. So um, yeah, you guys spent time together. So I'm spo- hoping to get you know a couple of stories maybe here and there. We'll clean up a few of well, the rock and roll. They need rolls. to be cleaned, do they? Oh, I, I, I have to preface it. I was I was a kid. I was twenty oh. when I was working nineteen twenty when I, when Chad was working um, with Carolina Liar and I was working on my album in in Sweden with Max and all the boys. I'm sorry, Max. So, who's this Max? Uh, Martin. Max Martin. Max Martin. Yes. Right. Right. So, if you haven't heard us talk enough about Max Martin, we're probably going to refer to him a few more times in this with Chad and Leslie. You're probably, it is about that time for you to officially Google Max Martin, get the liner notes, the cliff notes, if you will, yeah. of what he has done, which is basically create pop music. pop music. For the past 20 it. years. Right. Yeah. So we continue to talk about Max. We know him on a first-name basis. I don't. I've never met him. <laughs> I don't know him. But Leslie has. But you so do. I, you pre- do. I vicariously. Exactly. So we are super pumped about uh, episode four of Pop Kitchen. Here we go. Are you still up in Laurel? I'm up in Laurel, but not in the same place. I got married. Well, girlfriend. That girlfriend went back to Sweden. Okay. Got married in between there. Got divorced. Okay. Had I lived a rock and roll story, man. <laughs> you really are. You're rocking it out as per usual. You always were, though, Chad. You always I didn't realize how hard we were living. <laughs> I think uh, that one night up in that house in Laurel was one of the heaviest nights I've had. We won't get into it on the actual <laughs> on the actual podcast. Please, before, but... uh, before we get into that, can I just hear this story? Can you hear the story? I know, Chad. Sorry, I got to introduce you to Jeff here. I don't know, are hey, Jeff, we on? Video? Up, can man? you see? Hey, Chad. Good to meet you, man. How are you? Good. I don't even know if our video is coming up for you, but I we can see you guys yet. We can see your beautiful face, but um, I got pretty this morning. <laughs> I know the hair's still freaking amazing. I don't know Dude. if our video, our video might not happen, Chad, because we're trying to record so much. Oh yeah, don't worry, man. Uh, Whatever you need, tell me what to do. I'm always new to these things. I'm always last on the boat for podcasts and all that fun stuff. Oh no, we're we're super last. We have like seven thousand microphones going and an iPhone and like satellite dish. <laughs> we, no, no actual satellite. We we really are so we have we have tin foil on our heads as well, just to make well, sure that everything's that's gonna work. Fine. Nobody's gonna judge you for that. That's okay. just the best way to live these days. It's kind of the only thing you can do. 
Well, okay. So, yeah, I want to introduce you to Jeff. We got Jeff here hey. today, too. He's yep. a dear friend of mine here in New York, another musician. And, oh. uh, yeah, we were talking before we even get into the whole podcast stuff. We were talking and I said, you know what, Jeff, when we're getting this whole thing together, I wonder if my friend Chad would come on as one of our first guests. So Dude, when you when you said yes, we were fucking freaking out. It was awesome. <laughs> Are you kidding? The, li- the life that we live, the, the moments that we had during that time? Are you crazy? No way, man. That was You can't even put that into words, kind of the, the randomness that we were experiencing. It was a weird world for, for, for a time, right? We were kind of in a... And I guess we can jump right in. We're we're just going to go straight into it. This is, we this is it. We're casual. We're, we're, we're figuring in, it out. Yeah, we were in a weird bubble, Chad. Like that 2007, 2009 Swedish kind of top lining songwriting, uh, PhD college of music. <laughs> Even though we'd been in music our entire lives, Ever. we kind of got pushed into this kind of ultra fast speed yeah. track of pop rock world, right? Yeah the pop rock world and you know what they're calling that year those years now because it was kind of like when cds were dying and, and that was a new term i was i literally just read about this on saturday it's called the deleted years it's like oh, all that music that came in between that time when things went from you know from a real format to mm-hmm. like just going into the ether so wow. now the years that we spent all that time working on that music it's literally being referred to as the deleted <laughs> year. <laughs> Wow. Well, you know what? I can call my therapist again. I thought I was finished all that uh, traumatic uh, work, but yeah. maybe call- time for the no. therapy. <laughs> Congratulations on being such a great part of history, I guess. Hey, at least it was, I guess, a part. Um, well, instead of going straight into 2009, why don't we go back a tiny bit? Because I was probably too drunk at the time to get your full history and your musical <laughs> Your musical we were, upbringing, Chad. We tell were drunk all of our... for the full seven or eight months. <laughs> oh shit! Oh wait, that's why it's deleted. There's too much slurring. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's too much slurring. Perfect. Oh, for Max, for Max, he had a lot of vocal ed- edits on that. Oh dude, he had so many vocal edits. It was fantastic, wasn't it? God. <laughs> not that... a, not on your stuff ever, never ever. Are you kidding? My God, man, those guys were like. I remember hearing the stories when I met those dudes, like kind of before I actually even started really working with them, just being buddies with that whole crew. Mm-hmm. Um, they were telling me the story about Justin Timberlake back when they were recording, uh, I guess, when they were doing sync records mm-hmm. and how they had Justin singing one line literally for five minutes straight. And it was just one word. It wasn't even right. a line. It was a word. And they would had him on a continual loop to the point where he just like eventually broke down and was like, are you guys effing kidding, man? What the... <laughs> Right, right. Literally, they ran it for five minutes, one word, until it was just like whatever was perfect to them. Oh, wow. I mean, it really was, again, another thing, a way to describe it was, it was like a a vocal Olympics, Chad, right? Like, would you be in the booth for hours, too? Like, Mm -hmm. I I remember we were, so to kind of give our listeners another little description of Chad and I were both working on our records in Stockholm with Max. Same time, Max Martin, the crew. the The whole crew, and we were kind of sharing a wall. Between yeah. the A and the B studios, uh-huh. so we would we would hear, you know, I would hear coming to terms, you <laughs> yeah. know, happening and being born and unbeautiful was happening in the other room, and Max was kind of like running in and out in between, and Chad and I were in this like creative vocal Olympic songwriting bubble, and it was it was awesome. And you and Schuster are shellback now. I mean, it was just like that was one of his first releases on a major thing, wasn't it? It really was. It I, was. I like to think that I inspired. Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of the pink songs that came I out after that, did. and I, I, I would have, 
I think I went home that week. She recorded those that maybe they could have been mine, but I, I we're, we're not we're not bitter. I try and say this a lot in Pop Kitchen. We're not bitter. We love all the popness. That is why we're doing this podcast. Hey man, you know the love is real. It's, it's it's just a wild ride. There's nothing around it. You know, it's just what what it is. No, totally. So before I guess we got to Stockholm, both of us were living, all of us and Jeff included, living very different. Oh, dude, <laughs> such different lives. Jeff, what's your story, man? Where were you at during all this time? Why weren't you with us over in this crazy world? Seriously. Uh, I was in the church. That's where I was. You were in church? Yeah, that was my background. Like, that's been... We oh, all yeah. come from church backgrounds? Is that the whole oh, thing? Is that why we're yeah, all friends? I that's stayed, it. I stayed in it too long. Um, but yeah, like, that's my whole musical influence. I was in the Midwest just, like, doing this whole mega church world game and... Building yeah uh-huh we won't we don't need to get into well, that church too makes much. nothing but fantastically great problems for writing music like, <laughs> man you just got a deep well of like okay well yeah this is where the confusion starts i gotta start writing about it <laughs> exactly. i think that you is know? such a it's such a, a weird mirror for every uh-huh. all of us in a way from the church background and chad you can maybe talk a little bit about this with us from your kind of church background too yeah do you find i think maybe all of us do lyrically i think it's amazing place to pull from oh like we, we can really yeah. get dark and and musically too right but i, I mean yeah. i guess it maybe gets too dark sometimes it's a, it's a really fine line because it's such an emotional place like those songs yeah. hit you like when you're growing up at church one thing about it there is a level of perfection that you have to get to you're aspired to like sing to god so right. in that i think you're kind of molded into becoming better you know, the whole idea about church is, is you want to become a better human. So whatever you're performing, you're, you're performing it in the presence and, and for hopefully pleasing who you worship. And in that, like there is this, this emotional context that comes with these songs because it, it, it comes to your salvation. And in that, like it's it's paired with this very poetic uh, language, this kind of romantic language that's in the King James Bible, no matter what, especially if it's Baptist or Catholic or any of it, it's still connected to that and just by that the the two con- the, how that stuff juxt- the, the juxtaposition between the two of them and then living in a modern world trying to make that fit it doesn't quite do it and so there's a struggle and and in that you create that that tension that is so essential in music you know you get the 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 hope and the tension and everything that's there and so it does create this perfect uh you know petri dish for mm-hmm. just seeing what you can come up with because of that conflict because of where it is it's salvation it's it's temptation it's all the things that are written in the book um and it all comes together in a song and you can't hide that when you sing you know if you're really singing it from a real place or if you're writing it from that real place of being honest and all of a sudden you're just you know you're writing from something bigger and and it's more powerful than you it's existential it's it's all of those things and so i think the church really is great for that <laughs> for totally. pop music because it creates so Tension. much it's like it's so quite it's just nothing but questioning you know the whole right. idea and, and so you, you you get in there and make something magic and if you can deal with kind of what the because i think all of us got kind of scar at least i did like i just mm-hmm. didn't quite know how to handle what all of that stuff was so it, it put a fantastically lasting impression on me I'm kind of grateful for it now, but man, I don't know about you guys, but during my 20s and early 30s, it was constantly just like dealing with 
what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> totally. What did this stuff do to me? Well, you're just chasing this. Um, you're just chasing this hole, I guess, the, this God-sized hole yeah. that you've been yeah. told about. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's God-sized hole. <laughs> you really are. And I mean, I guess it's no safe to say, I, I hope, that you can hear the church influence, at least the gospel sounds, on a lot of the, the earlier Carolina stuff. And maybe, again, let me know if this is correct, but even in, you know, what are we fighting for? Oh, yeah. On the, no. It's a hundred percent. That's where all of us still come from. There's no way around it. That's 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 it. You know. I mean, you probably the same thing. It's like when you're yeah. writing now. There's still that that thing that is bigger than what you are. It's, it's there's no way of escaping it. It brands you for kind of the way you conceptualize music. Right. No. Totally. Well, I think I'm going to like kind of be fanboyish, but I think the genius behind Chad Wolf and his writing is the added bonus of the popness and the pop melodies mixed with that background was where I was crushed. So I don't know if you know this, Chad. With really this, this oh yeah, no, we fucking love you. Like obsessed. Little fun fact, little fun fact about Carolina Liar and show me what I'm looking for. Did you know that did you know that in Ireland in two thousand and nine you guys charted at like number five? Like it was huge. Like oh, no. so excited. So we got this bad boy right here. Oh my god. Let's see that guys, Chad's pulling up a nice goal record. Oh, in Ireland for let's see, what's the goal status? That is amazing. Okay, well, you know what I'm gonna do? That is beautiful. I'm gonna send you it's absolutely (laughs) gorgeous. Look at that Irish flag on there, right on the wall. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you my mailing address, Chad, yes. because that actually belongs to me. That gold record, because I played. Show me what I'm looking for four billion times. So you're welcome. You're very welcome. No, coming on the podcast, we're equal. We're we're, we're even now. Um, but look. Yeah, can you can you talk us a little bit about um, the process in in writing? Show me. Oh, and sure. So this is with Tobias and Max produced. So Tobias Carlson, guys, I think you co- you co-wrote this one with. Toby. Yep. Yeah, and record, yeah, it was yep. all it was all co-writes with Tobias. We um, the funny thing was we were staying up at my ex-girlfriend. She was house sitting, uh, Jonas Okerlund's house, the video director. She was house sitting up there and we were there one afternoon and so he had a he had a keyboard with him and we were just kind of sitting around doing nothing and he's like man i want to write this kind of simple major minor thing that just kind of plays around in that world and i was like okay and he played the chords and he's like and it could be something simple like show me what i'm looking for and then he went away (laughs) i was like okay all right and then he went i think honestly i think he went to the bathroom and he came back 15 minutes later, and I had the whole song. <laughs> everything. Oh my it was gosh. it was all there. It was just one of those ones where it just spit itself out. And um, as, as most of the greats do. Dude, yeah, it was one of those yeah. ones. It was just kind of like, all right, well, this is it. And we cut the vocal for it the next morning over at his uh, the house that he had off of Las Palmas in uh, right off of right. Fountain Avenue in Las Palmas. And that's for the most part. Those are the vocals that we use. We kept pretty much everything as far as the vocal and some of the acoustic guitars and max ended up keeping a lot of that stuff and that was maybe two or three takes we tried to beat it wow. but we couldn't 
It was right. just one of those things where we just caught a moment and we of just couldn't, couldn't do anything better. The demo-itis of it all can be hard sometimes to, Dude, to get away from. demo-itis yeah. is, is such a real thing. <laughs> Sorry about the, the sounds going on oh, all over the place about that. Apologies. Um, yeah, the demo-itis. Oh, tell, can you tell us a little? So the guitars you kept, a lot of the vocals was like two or three takes, which your vocals, <laughs> I imagine, most of the time are about two or three takes. But the bells. <laughs> did, did Max bells. come in on top of the, the with bells. the bells? <laughs> I always bells, wanted to man. ask you. I was always Dude, afraid I, to. No, that's all Tobias, to tell you the truth. And that was the one where, where Max was like, we keep the bells. What, what, how did you make them? And he did, I think that's like, I think it's four or six different combinations of tubular bells from different things, like different keyboards and different sources. And then after all of those bells coming together, him warping them up so it's not just one. <laughs> I have oh, a sample cool. file for it now. I carry it with me because everybody's like, hey, man, you got those bells. Oh, no. <laughs> oh guys, we might have to uh, beg Chad for a little snippet of those to put on our audio. Dude, <laughs> no. let me see if it's on this computer. Hold on a second. Oh, oh, my gosh. I might have them. Hold on. All right. If it's not on this computer, it's on a hard drive that I carry around with me. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. The, the, well, they were epic. Like, there you go. Dude. There's, like, an example of, like, something that... Uh-huh. Exactly. So simple, and you're in second yep. one. I'm like, what's happening? What? And I know, dude. It was it was so funny because I remember when he did the demo for it, and we because we cut it, and we just did it with an acoustic guitar and, and piano, of course. And then mm-hmm. the next morning, he was like, "Hey, dude, check it out. I've got a I got a scratch on this thing," and he sent it over, and those bells kicked in, and I was like, "Dude, what did you do? What is this? This is so crazy." And then he had this crazy idea. We were in New York, and I remember exactly where it was. We were at that little coffee shop. There's a coffee shop restaurant on Washington Square. Um, we were all sitting around, and we were just kind of finishing up uh, what the deal points were with the deal with Atlantic um, for that song. And, and we're talking about what the sessions were going to be like in Sweden and what we needed. And Tobias comes in, and he's like, dude, we need a choir. And I was like, dude, that's absolutely crazy. Are you serious? Right. You want to try and make a choir? <laughs> It's like, but we're going to Sweden. Where are we going to find a choir in Sweden? And, and sure enough, oh, we really? made a choir with like three people. And oh. in the room you were recording in, in the B room, we went and we put everybody in the vocal booth. We took three guys and put them around. We just kept spinning them around the <laughs> microphone great. and right. taking yeah. them three voices yeah. at a time. Big, right? Dude. It was so much fun. Oh god, I love it. That's definitely it's one of our long, long time favorites. That one. Um, I guess the same question can almost be for what are we fighting for? This is now yeah. we're going to bring bring us bring everybody up a little bit more recent. Now we're into Federal Empire with McKay Stevens. Yeah, McKay Stevens. And this one was produced with Sam Felt. 
Uh, well, with um, with what are we fighting for? That's just us. That's uh, with okay. Keith, another awesome. guy named Keith Barron. He um, and he's Keith. working with that band Nightly. And uh, who else is he doing right now? He's always up to something, Keith. He's I got saw some... Keith on the road with Nightly uh, recently. They're yeah. they have a pretty cool vibe going as well. They're dope, right? Oh yeah, really cool. So, so did you get hooked up with McKay? Maybe we can actually, this is a good like little intro to the LA writing world for a lot of people okay. too. Were you, were you on a lot of sessions, Chad? And McKay was like, you know, someone that you just, you guys kind of fell in love musically. And th- is that where you guys kind of pieced together Federal from? Or yeah. what was the birth of that? Well, we both kind of had the same manager at the time. And McKay had been nominated for a Grammy with, um, with a record that he had been working on. So he was here. He'd been living in Utah. And he got nominated for a Grammy, and he was here in, in L.A. And my manager knew that I was working with another guy out in Woodland Hills. And McKay stopped by because it was close to where he was staying at. We met, and we kept talking for a couple of months about trying to get together and write. And then one day, it just kind of like, it happened, where McKay's like, I know this dude who's really kind of a cool producer, and he's got some interesting ideas about production. I was like, yeah, bring him by. And they all stopped by another house that I had up in the canyon. And it turned out I ended up, it was Keith. And I knew Keith oh. from another session. Um, like Keith had just kind of stopped by to drop some tennis balls off at a place. <laughs> and and Keith do? had this 1975 shirt on, and I'd never heard of the 1975 at the time. And when he showed up at my house, he was wearing that same shirt. <laughs> and I was like, oh. dude, you're the guy that was talking about the 1975. He's like, yeah, bro. He's like, I really like them, and I never get changed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is my oh, uniform we, now. We dork <laughs> I love it. Actually, we've been finding a lot of people. It's all circling back to, like, the 1975 as of late. Yeah. It, really, it does. I never realized it. But, man, everybody is, like, so deep in that band. Yeah, and like, I, on a very deep level. It's not just like a casual like. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. It's like getting tattoos across their chest. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. It's really heavy. It's a cultish, cultish. We like, we like that too. Um, okay, so that's cool. So you're in with McKay, and you guys are touring all over right now. Or what's the next step with Federal? Uh, next step with Federal is we got shows in uh, Portland this coming weekend. And really, that's it. We're going to be we're looking to line up a tour with a couple different people. We're just seeing which one works, like who actually wants us to join them, because it's still kind of the band has done well, but it's still not big enough to go out and do like big headline shows on our own yet. But the thing is, it's going to radio. So it's um, now it's that time where you just got to get out there and just hustle. Totally. It's just really the hustle. We're getting a ton of um, what do they call it? It's like Christmas radio shows. So okay, we're right. Some yeah. really cool stuff. Like this morning, we they they announced we're doing a show with Cage the Elephant and uh, Angels and Airwaves in Chicago, and then Amazing. we're doing something with Catfish and the Bottlemen in Arizona. And there's oh, a couple sweet. other shows coming up, but it hasn't been confirmed yet. Everything gets confirmed in the next week or so, I think. Okay, well, we're definitely going to put all of that up on our own pages too to make sure yeah. everyone on the West Coast and all over can get can hit you guys up soon. We'll have to try and drag you to New York at some point somehow. Dude, I am in. Let's do some shows. Let's do like a house show up in New York. Dude, we could be called the deleted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we start, deleted. We could start oh, a whole new band. <laughs> I'm in. Oh my god, it would be oh, awesome. Wow. 
Wait, I want to go back a little bit, tiny bit, so we can talk um, just a smidge sonically about a couple of the tracks from from the Federer and Empire stuff because we talked a lot a bit uh, about the, the church influence with the Carolina oh, yeah. Liar, but there is a heavy 80s synthy influence too, oh, Chad, yes. especially on the most recent one, I Never Liked Your Friends. Which oh, I love. Yeah, that's I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, whatever Stranger Things did to all of us. Are we crediting Stranger Things with the entire rebirth of the oh. 80s? <laughs> I mean, I've been madly in love with those kind of synth things forever. It's like, that's been my, like, go-to. It really did has I, been. Did we read correctly with their, you had, a, like, that Depeche Mode uh, heavy influence from those guys? Or maybe that was just the internet oh, kind of... Dude, I'm literally wearing a Depeche Mode shirt <laughs> right Wait, now. Wait, because it was so Can blurry, I couldn't yeah. tell earlier. <laughs> you, yeah. Oh, my Check God. Check this thing out. Can you see? Oh, we can can't see. see. Our can. video is just kind of... Oh, there it is. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> you are wearing. I thought it was, and then I again. I was just so so great. So it's Stranger Things and Depeche Mode all over. Stranger others. Things and Depeche Mode, man. Now we know it. It all is making sense. Okay. You guys doing <laughs> okay, it? Oh my god! Do you guys mix mix with Church in the South? Like, yeah, that's what's that's what's happening. Yeah, I'm hearing it. We so we were talking about the sins and everything at the start of that. Did you guys are you writing differently, Chad, or is it are you still writing like from acoustically starting with your concepts, oh, melodies, or, or has it changed a little bit? Uh, it's always you know the concept is always first. That's the whole thing. Is like yeah. I mean we're gonna have a writing session today with my friend Breezy. She's just walked in and she's oh, got like a notebook full of like hi Breezy. What's that? Hi. <laughs> we, can, we do welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks. Come on in, enjoy the fun. Happy Monday. She was walking into you know me, oh, man. I just throw things. We're so sorry, but we'd love to see you and have you on. You can totally come and say hey. <laughs> Hi. There she is. Hey, how's it going? Got the JT shirt. She's representing the pop life, yo. Oh my god. Yes. Well, that's good. We you we we called the right house then in LA. Yeah. We call the right spot. Well, I guess we'll we'll, we'll leave you to your writing session, guys. Oh, no, man. We're good. We're good? (laughs) We can totally sit down a little bit more than on I Never Liked Your Friends before you start writing. But the, uh, yeah, the friends thing, man, it it always comes down to that concept. That's it. Like, that was really the idea was Keith came in one morning and he had had it out with with his ex. And it was one of those moments where she was just burning him one after another and he was like well, honestly what can i say other than like well you know what i never liked your friends and he told <laughs> us this story and we were just like holy crap dude we have all been there and we went through well, this whole process of us like for the three of us when we would write it was that just breaking down that thing talking about friends and where that concept came from. yes and uh that i mean the concept really was it just boiled down to keith not being able to burn his girlfriend other than just saying you know i never 
I just never liked your friends. And that was it. And, and in that, between McKay and I, we all had some sort of story. And it came down, yeah. we boiled all of our ideas into that one collective concept. Because that's really it. I mean, as far as pop music goes these days, like, having that concept is everything. Totally. You know? Those super great writers, like you can take one line of something and somebody, if they have the concept and can somehow just manipulate it mm -hmm. in a different, one different way, it can change the whole fabric of society. For totally. You know? yep. It's that Amazing. flip. Yeah. It's the flip on, on something. Yeah, it, it's genius. No, we love it. And I think it is such a burn. Like it's almost like a modern mean girls. It's such it's such a horrible thing to say on a breakup. It's not even anything about you. It's you're nope. so bad. I hate your friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's so even weird. worse than being it's personal. Even worse. It's like if you can't do anything about that one, you're just like that's just such a quiet moment that you have of reflection, you know, you just have to take that moment in when somebody blasts you like that. Totally. Completely. Completely. Well, I can ask actually both of you guys, this is another thing that we're trying to accumulate on Pop Kitchen, is people's routines before they even start their songwriting sessions. Do you guys do anything strange or weird or do you need candles? Do you need a coffee? Do you need four beers? Do you have to do yoga? Like, what do you guys have to do before you write? Uh, I probably have to do an eight ball, cocaine, <laughs> then smoke a joint just to calm down. <laughs> and then everything's right. Just hit the full spectrum of emotions before. <laughs> yeah. Kind of get that. Just uh, blow you know. my brain out. And then everything is normal. Get no. that inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Real rock and roll balance right there. Nah, I don't do anything, man. It's like life enough is, is enough. Totally. Totally. I think for me, a lot of creativity comes from driving, which is hard. It's like oh, you're driving times in LA, when though. like That's the thing. you can't really write things down as easily. It's like driving, working out. Um, yeah, kind of build a lot of inspiration for me personally, and then a lot of times too when I like wake up right away when I wake oh, up. Oh, that's morning, a, yeah, because you're still um, connected to that ether. You're in the you're in yeah. the other. You're in the REM. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. even before coffee, which is strange. Oh, yeah, yeah, coffee, yeah. 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 Okay, good. No, Jeff is no. never before no, coffee. coffee. No, no, <laughs> it's one of those things you got to have that little bit of something. I'm kind of the same way. Coffee is is so magical. It really is because I, I don't know. I've always felt like songwriting, even on a good day, is it's a chase for me. I always, always yeah. feel like there is something in the room that you have to chase, even if it kind of floats out of nowhere. There is that little white invisible rabbit that the caffeine is going to help you catch. Yeah, no, I agree. That's part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Even when when thing is at life is at its most complicated, you're just yeah. like you can't give up songwriting because it is constantly just chasing and sometimes you can catch it if you sometimes caught you it do. once and you can do it again oh completely yeah. lightning does strike twice for sure it does it, it does it completely does so guys what are you listening to right now any new favorite songs that we need to know about we know that you're on the pulse out there for sure man i don't know there's so much good stuff it's yeah. insane how much stuff and it's not even like the new stuff it's even just old stuff because mm -hmm. there's so much to discover it's just there totally it's never I'm ending. Still, I'm still obsessed with that Oliver record that was like, you know, what, 2017? Did you get into that oh, one? Oliver, yeah, for, for sure, for sure. Oh, I and mean, more, a little bit more on the DJ EDM side. Am I right, Ollie? No? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, they did like that song Space and Sound and they had yes. Taylor Soul on it. And I don't know. I mean, it's, it's interesting because I teach kids now, too. So, oh, I'm, so I'm, do I'm, we. Teaching, <laughs> I'm teaching kids how to sing and play guitar and stuff. 
And so they bring new music into me all the time. And there's always something cool. Like the country world is cool right now. There's absolutely so much just neat stuff that's coming. And then there's a lot of crap that I can't figure out how it cuts through. (laughs) You know, it's like, what? That's just a steaming pile of crap, man. How does that, like a hit? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the weird ones. It, it sounds like just dump. Like, <laughs> right. it's like, but the kids love it. They love it. It's just yeah. such like, you know, it's like going to McDonald's, even worse. I mean, there's, <laughs> but whatever, man, it works. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they just blow up and you're like, I don't know what my life is. Why am I so mad? But we got to keep going. We got to keep doing kids it. kids love the escape, though. It's like, yeah, no, that's music it. They like right now is like, very much an experience and an escape um, from reality, obviously. Yeah, no, that's the whole game. So. Well, actually, I guess um, we can actually maybe pull back to another question. When, speaking of reality, with a lot of the lyrical um, influences, Chad, uh, maybe some of the social stuff that you guys were talking about on the Federal Empire stuff, it seems yeah. like it was a bit of a departure from more of the relationship conversation that was in yeah. Carolina <laughs> It really is. I mean, the whole thing with that band and reason the other side of the federal empire was it's like there was a thing we wanted to make fun of ourselves with. It was like, you know, especially with something like the American dream. And and well, what are we fighting for wasn't so funny. But, you know, it's it's that thing because you can't be too preachy to people. It doesn't right. work. You nope. know, and it's a, if you can make people just kind of look at their lives and laugh a moment or just look, just just take a just question. That's it. Yeah. It's just that whole idea. Of just being able to look at it and question it in any totally. capacity. At least that starts a conversation without people wanting to kill each other. And that's that was the other side. I mean, the, the reality of the relationship thing, that's what we were all going through when we made yeah. that record. You just can't get away from what's happening politically in the world right now. It's just wild. So yeah. we, we tried to find a way to do it without offending too many people, but you always offend someone. There's only oh. so much you can do. Right. No, well, you crushed it. I mean, you people, we offend people even when it's not political. So it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't even, you know, yeah, matter. Yeah, but yeah. you, you, you crushed it. We love, 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 love you, Chad. We love the Federal Empire. Huge fans, obviously, as always, of Carolina. Dude, Les, I'm so proud of you, man. You're still like, we survived it. <laughs> By the hair of my chinny chin chin, right? We, 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 we got, we got, we got through it. We got through it, and I don't know, I feel, um, and Jeff and I talk about this a lot, but, like, super blessed to have worked and met all you guys, and this is so nice to have circled back around, and we still all have this love for our pop music, so this is, we're, thank you so much for coming on this show, Chad, we really appreciate it. 
Man, anytime. Like, let's right. do that. Let's do that night called Deleted. Let's make it happen, and we'll let's podcast. Let's do it. We've got lots, of, lots of lyrics we can bang out straight away. I'm, I'm gonna bring some bells as well. I'm gonna come oh, out to yeah. Laurel Canyon, and uh, we're gonna drink that whiskey again, and we can write some new, new, uh, new hits. <laughs> didn't we almost get? Didn't my ex girlfriend almost get you dropped? She, <laughs> like, she Dude, was so crazy. All I remember to- about that night was. The, okay, so the ex, the whiskey, and me in a top hat and a long man's blazer jacket. That's where it ended. It was some kind of Stevie Nicks uh, oh. explosion. Dude, that was a full Stevie Nicks kind of night. Things got wild. Wow, oh. you're so right. That was that was everything there was about Fleetwood Mac boiled into about eight hours. Thank God we weren't podcasting then because, yeah, I definitely, I would have gotten dropped sooner than when I actually did. Holy shit. Good times. Great music. Chat, I almost we love got you. dropped from that night. Are you kidding? They were telling me to lose the girlfriend. After. <laughs> it's like she's a bad influence, man. She's corrupting everybody. Oh, my God. All we were doing is talking about music. That's the sad part. That's, that's, the, the, sad yeah, part. that's the sad part. It's fantastic, though, at the same time. It totally is. We, we're going to see you soon. We're going to figure it all out. Yeah, I think we're, you know, if, if everything keeps working the way that it is right now, we've got something that could be coming up in Syracuse. Okay. And so you know how that routing goes. If we go up to Syracuse, then we're going to pop back into the city. Of course. And then we'll probably drive down through Atlanta. And then, you know, from Atlanta, we'll probably drive to Seattle. One of those. <laughs> you know, something smart. And we'll circle into Stockholm. That's know, really yeah. it. And then it just drop right. off and have a reunion tour in Ireland. Just go back to Dublin and play the academy. Hey, you know I can hook you up with a few shows. Dude, whatever it takes to get back to Dublin, I am in. We Wherever anybody wants us to play in Ireland, I am 100% down. I will do an exclusive Carolina Liar set, too. Just, just to do all out. Dang, all right, now I really need to figure that out. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah man, it's a twofer. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for uh, joining us there, Breezy. This was an extra added bonus. Thanks for having me. Breezy's oh. going to blow up, man. Watch out. She's going to come sliding in. Now, I actually, before we let you go, I wanted to know, since we're kind of in the room with you, whatever you write probably for the rest of the day, Jeff and I are going to be on it on, on, on the right. song. Yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. Sweet. That's what I thought. Way to get that string straightened out before we got started. <laughs> I don't. That's my new thing. That's how I'm going to make sure that I'm on all new songs is I'm going to try and podcast with people and pretend that I've been on the session that they were about to start. You got it. And you got it on tape, too. So yes. It's a real hard thing to fight in court. Locked I have in. the legalities. Guys, have a great <laughs> session. Thank you for joining us. All right. We'll see you soon, guys. Yeah, Thanks, Chad. You have a nice morning. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my God. That was, that was I'm, I'm so happy. That was so much fun. <laughs> That was great. great. I'm glad. <laughs> it was great to, to mostly listen in on. We were having some technical issues and my mic wasn't super great. But that's fi- fantastic. We're figuring this out as we go <laughs> and having a blast doing it. We are. We are indeed. Um, so, yeah. Thanks so much for joining us for Pop Kitchen. Once again, thank you to Chat Wolf. We greatly appreciate you being with us. Um, would you all do us a favor and keep listening and also let us know like what you think. Give us a review. You know, we're on the Apple podcast, so that five-star thing, like, that does actually mean stuff. If you want to start doing that, that would be kind of amazing. 
Um, really would, guys. We'd really appreciate it. We'll send out um, free stickers to our first ten, stickers. Uh, our first ten reviewers. Oh, that's so exciting. yeah, because we gotta I go nineties. Sticker yet? I'm so pumped. We're gonna get them. <laughs> Jeff um, doesn't get one. Ah, ooh, I'm gonna have to go review our own podcast. <laughs> I can do that. So when you see a review of Pop Kitchen by Jeff Johnson, don't judge. It's fine. No, you can have do? a fake name. <laughs> John Jeffson. Oh, well, I do I do have a pseudonym. I do have a pseudonym. It's J. Michael Jasnan. That is my pseudonym. Uh, There's what? a long story. Okay. We can get into this whole long story of where that came from later. Okay. It's traumatic. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, we would love for you to do that. Let us know. Give us some new music that we don't know about, that we should be listening to, that we should be reviewing, that um, we need to hear because it's amazing. We always want to know that. So leave us those comments. Follow us on all of the things, the Instagrams, and um, you know, let us know what's up. We yeah. love it. So, hey, I'm Jeff Michael Johnson. And I'm Leslie Roy. And this was Pop, Pop Kitchen. Kitchen.